Hello, this is Mark from The Way Back Meditation, and this is podcast number 34, I believe. Now, this podcast follows on from the previous one, which was about having more God in your life. And I'm going to be sharing a very short message that is really kind of follows on directly from that previous podcast. So if you haven't already checked out that podcast, then it might be a good idea to go back and have a look at or a listen to that podcast first. But this, this is also a special podcast because for, for a change, I'm actually joined by someone else. So I've got my dear friend and fellow meditator and spiritual, someone on the journey <laughs> with me, who's called Nick. Hi, uh, thank you, Mark, and thank you for inviting me on to this. Uh, it's, it's a welcome surprise. Yeah. So yeah, it's very good to be here, and hello, everybody. Well, a surprise might be appropriate because Nick doesn't actually know what the content of this podcast is going to be. And I thought it'd be nice for him not to know in advance so that afterwards we can discuss this message without Nick having thought about it or prepared anything. So I apologise now, Nick. I'm kind of throwing you in at the deep end here and, and putting you on the spot. But I think with all these things, um, you know, I said you're a fellow, and it's, it's hard to find the word, a fellow person on the journey because it's a personal journey. But each person who's on that journey is is bringing their own experiences along on the journey as well and their own insights and so with this message that I'm about to read out I, I think it's great for, for me and for everyone who's listening to have someone else to kind of explore it with yeah. so I really do appreciate you giving your time and making yourself available so without any further ado really I'll read out the message now I don't normally some of the podcasts I, I do but um Normally when it's something very important and the message has already come and I'll read it out to make sure I get it word for word. So we begin. Knowing about God is not the same as having God in our heart or loving God. It is as distinct as the difference between night and day. When it is dark, you know the light is there. You believe it, but you cannot see it. But those who love God have God in their hearts, have constant light. They are filled with the radiance of God's light and with joy. And this in turn radiates out through their auras and affects those around them. So it is not enough to believe in God. You need to have God in your hearts permanently. When you love someone, you keep them in your heart. When you love God, you keep God in your heart. That's it. A really simple, nice message. And it's so obvious. But I won't say anything else. <laughs> I want to know what you, how that resonates with you. or Does it or does it not? Well, <clears throat> the, 100% that resonates with me. And almost identically to when Mark and I met previously and we discussed some, another topic, there were coincidences that had occurred. So I feel it's appropriate for me to share yeah, a coincidence that's occurred here. All I'll say is don't name any names. I will not be naming <laughs> it. There's no need to name any names okay. because it, it, it involved me. Um, so uh, I can't remember exactly, but a few days ago, maybe even a week ago, I can't remember the, the exact date, but I was going to contact you actually because I had this wonderful feeling and this wonderful thought that, and it involved having God in my life and having made the connection with God and experienced God in my life. And I had this thought that I will never again have to think or know that 
I, I'd have to it, not question whether God existed or whether it would be it. I just knew that there was always going to be that connection now, whatever happened. Mm. And it was an absolutely wonderful feeling. And I was going to share it on the group chat, but then I thought, no, I'll speak to you next time. And I didn't know when that next time was going to be. And it's happened to be now. So there you go. So that's from the heart, genuine. That's that's just come out now, having heard that message. So thank you for the message. Um, And it's nice to actually share those thoughts because I haven't actually shared them with anyone else until I'm sharing it with everyone here. So (laughs) it's a privilege to, I'd say, to be the first to hear it. But yeah, and and everyone who's joining us. no, that is that is really wonderful, and that's kind of, I guess, what we're aiming for. Right back in the early days when I was teaching, even before the way back, I I would make the point of saying, look, especially when you're talking about God, people are going to jump all over it and go, well, look, is this? Are they talking about religion? Are they talking about some guy in a book? You know, that kind of ideology. No, absolutely not. We've always been very open and and upfront about. The fact that spirituality is not about believing anything. It's about knowing in a way that cannot be shaken from you, from your own direct experience. In other words, it doesn't matter what anyone else has experienced. That's wonderful. It may be inspiring. It may sound great. But if you haven't experienced it, then it doesn't have value. The spiritual journey is about you finding out for yourself from your own direct experience. And this is kind of what these words speak of. So knowing about God is not the same as having God in in our heart. Lots of people know about the word God. And with that word, there'll be lots of ideas and beliefs. But those beliefs are simply ideas that haven't been challenged. If, if a belief, if you go beyond belief to what you're describing, that knowingness, Mm -hmm. then it might be that you can't articulate it necessarily, but it doesn't matter because it cannot be taken away. That's my experience of it. And does that resonate? Well, that's pretty much exactly what I I described, that feeling I had of that, that, you know, something that can never be removed from me. So yeah, it can never be removed from me and never be taken away. And it was, it was just a wonderful feeling. Yeah. I'd never have to think about it again. It was always there. That connection was always there. So it was great. I know there's no judgment, so it's not for me to judge anyone. It's not for you to judge anyone. And the people listening, um, if you haven't already been to our website or looked at some of our other teachings, one of the core teachings we we share with people, which are, again, it's not about gathering information. So when we say teachings, it's not about read this book, study this um, article and you will be enlightened it's not it's about experience so any guidance or teachings we give are fundamentally simply to help orientate you to learning learning through experience so for example when we talk about spiritual light and nick someone that has received initiation which means that they've started so initiation means to begin so nick was initiated i.e. he received access to the spiritual light or the light of God um, a few years ago now, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And up to that point, uh, but um, we, I'm using this as an analogy, up to that point you could read articles about it and we talked about it, so you had a lot of information. But it was only when you sat down in meditation and went inside and moved beyond the mind, which is the thing that wants to know and gather knowledge, 
that you had experience of the light. And so by way of example, is it fair to say that the light exists? For me, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, and can anyone challenge that? Well, they can challenge it, but obviously, you know, they can't take away my knowing um, yeah. for me. So yeah. from your experience, it cannot be, um, you know, that knowing is, is deeply rooted. It's beyond a belief. Yeah. Because you, you close your eyes, you've you know, experienced it's there. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's the same. This is what this is really, I think, alluding to is that so many people know about God but they don't have that inner, it's gone beyond a belief, it's gone beyond knowledge of the mind. Yeah. And that's not criticism. It's almost like you want to say, there's more. It can be more profound, it mm -hmm. can be life-changing, it can be so transformative. But I guess a lot of people, maybe their first encounter of the idea of God is, is very religious. Well, there's a stigma attached yeah, to yeah, that, yeah. always. Well, there seems to be for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we, you know, when, when I started talking openly publicly about god obviously people are going well is this a religion so we've had to write a little article about you know the difference between religion and spirituality no this is not religion we don't want you to believe a single word we want you to find out for yourself yeah. and therefore it's about empowering someone not telling someone what to believe but equally for some people religion gives them a lot helps them a lot supports them a lot so we're not saying that that doesn't have value to them but what I would say is you do not find God in a church or a building or in a book you find God in your heart so if they're always referencing God in something in God God in the scriptures or God in the songs or God in on the wall and in the statues or yeah. something in that in that way then they're not actually referencing their personal relationship with God which is the whole point of becoming spiritually awake yeah you know and I guess there's a, one thing else that I would share that came up when you read that to me, and it's something that also is personal to me and occurred, it was when I would talk to God, um, it changed from talking, like we were just saying, talking about God mm. to talking to God. And that's something I've experienced probably more over the last, I don't know, maybe two months or more. It's There's actually... You know, that, and it's going back to that, you're, rather than referencing a point, like you know, in, in a book, you're, I'm actually talking to that person connecting with that person so that's so that doesn't mean that'd be the same i'm not saying that would be the same for everyone that's just mm. from my experience that's yeah and I, I guess i'm always i always strive to try and be as clear with people as possible especially um in these podcasts because different sentences different words will resonate with different yep. people depending on where they are in their journey so can we just clarify a little bit about what you mean by talking to god do you mean you're having a two-way conversation not that I'm listening, no, I'm not receiving information, okay, dear, yeah, not yeah. in that way, but when I am talking to God, if say, of a prayer or whatever it might mm, be, okay. I wouldn't be, the way I'm referencing God, I'll be talking, I feel at least I'm talking directly to God, right. rather than referencing a thing okay. called God. Yeah. yeah. So so what you're saying is, you have a sense that God is there. Yes. And you're, and so your your prayer isn't, say, like a message in a bottle going to a third a party, void. yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, that, does, yeah. yeah that I'm not sure yeah. it's 100% there, it's... Yeah. Uh, in other words, there's a certainty that someone is listening. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, Nick, I know um, that you're not having a two-way conversation with God. I just wanted to clarify it for the people <laughs> because someone's <laughs> going to listen yeah. to this and go, so that guy Nick said he talks to God. And well, that, that, you know. there is history of that being taken out of context. So, yes, yeah. that's not what exactly, I'm saying. Exactly, and that's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Because 
Um, I think most people are, certainly, hopefully, people that are drawn to listening to these podcasts are guided because they are spiritually awake and can find their own um, realisations and find their own way with what we're saying. I mean, this is the beautiful thing about words, is us talking about God isn't the same as someone realising it for themselves, but hopefully by talking about it, especially just talking about it conversationally like this, it makes it acceptable to people. Because one of the things that I've, feedback I've got since I've done, um, certainly since I revamped the website recently and I removed a lot of the content and just simplified things down to what really matters, which is about the, well, I'll let people discover that when they go to the website, which is thewaybackmeditation.org, in case you didn't know. Um, it gives the first... I think the first paragraph, the first sentence mentions God in a non-religious way. And I think that's quite refreshing for a lot of people because up till now, a lot of people have had a sense of there's got to be something greater. There's got to be, you know, there is something out there, but they didn't want to fall under the, the label of religion, religion yeah. because then you have to almost feel like you've got to buy into all of the stuff that doesn't sit so well with some people yeah. or isn't where they're at. And I've come at it as as you know, from a very spiritual point of view, and uh, seeking truth, seeking inner stillness, seeking the light, and discovering after many, many thousands and thousands of hours of meditation, and many years and decades of meditation, enlightenment, and it's the light of God, and it's realising one thing everywhere. The truth is that there is God. Um, even now, I wouldn't have the, I wouldn't be foolish enough to try and tell people exactly what God is because no one can know that even when you're enlightened you know yeah. um, God is the enigma and the mystery but the fact that what's so humbling is that it is actually possible to have God in your life and to go beyond just it being an intellectual pursuit and this is one thing I really wanted your take on because I know from talking to people when, when I released the last podcast how to have more God in your life people got a lot from it and like, some people were moved to tears in a positive way mm -hmm. listening to it and one guy um, gave me wonderful feedback and he on youtube and he said he, he listened to it four times over several days before he finally like something clicked inside him and i really respect that because he he understood that it's not about intellectually understanding it's about kind of getting past the intellectual side of things but some people struggle and that's natural as well and the struggle is always the mind because God, these these bigger realizations and states and stillnesses have nothing to do with the mind, but we come at them from the mind. Mm. Um, and the reason why I think you've got a very potentially helpful perspective for people, I'm going to kind of throw a question at you in a moment, but it's to answer the question, well, but how? <laughs> how do I have love for God? How do I love God, you know? And I would say, well, Nick, you, you're a father of kids, yeah, you're right. You know, you've got yeah. more than yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you love them? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have to sit down and figure out how to love them? No. <laughs> it's a very natural thing. Yeah, it's a very yeah. natural thing. And, yes. why, and do you have to check yourself to say, like, you wake up and go, do I have love for my kids? I don't. They push me sometimes. <laughs> <but> no, <laughs> no I'm, I don't. They're not. And, and, and this is not, again, not a judgmental thing, but this is... If you have had children, and some people, yourself included, yeah, you know, haven't had children, but that that moment 
it's not a life change. I wouldn't say it's life changing, but it's that moment when you do first hold your child. It's a new thing, but that love is literally, it's obviously always been there, as I understand, but it's for you, it's allowing that new, a massive, amazing feeling of love towards that child to pour out. Um, so yeah, it's it's hundred percent there, and, and I guess you're trying to. Well, I'll let you come to your question, but yeah. Well, but no, you've kind of answered it, and yeah. the, the question was really to, by analogy, show that did you have to learn how to love them? No, it's, no. it's just there. Do you yeah. have to check whether you have love for them? Hundred percent not. But no. it's there. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll probably be. It will hopefully will be there forever. Mm. And and it's that kind of thing where I think when people are trying to analyze it and go, well, do I have enough love for God, or well, how do I have love for God? Or, um, you know, all of these kind of questions that the mind can ask. That's why it's nice to hear that analogy of, look, a parent doesn't have to ask if they no. love their children. They don't have to look for it. It's there. And so if you're having to look or analyse or think, you're going in the wrong direction. You're looking in the wrong place. You're looking with your mind for something that's in your heart. Yeah. So that's really nice. I think it's that certainty, I think, that's so empowering when you go wow, I've made that connection. Like, And there are things people can do. And actually, because you've recently had this whole kind of, put, to paraphrase it, the switch switched on and now it's there, mm-hmm. was there anything particularly that brought that about? I don't know if there's anything that brought it about, but there's certainly things that you had said and that I'd heard on, on your podcast and things that helped mm. to, to some extent, I guess. And one of those was that you don't have to, ask for love from god you don't it it it's there all the mm. time and yeah. it and it's it's almost like uh, almost like plugging into that connection yeah. that was a strange analogy but it's like don't try and for me it was one don't try and pull that love in or whatever it's it's always being sort of pulled out to you it's just allowing it in mm. and i think that made a big difference and there's a touch of letting go of the ego and i think that comes to the how do i love god it's like well, can I say I love you, God? It's it's like, well, you wouldn't have to say, can I love you to my children? It's like, you know, so it's, that yeah. was another thing, get overcoming that thing about ego. For me, maybe it was, but well, it was very easy to do. <laughs> well, I think, I think um, you touch on ego there. And you said the word connect twice, actually. And I think I'll pick up on this just a little bit so that we don't portray the wrong information. Um, we're not advocating that anyone sits down and tries to, kind of like create a tether or a connection to God. God is, keep it really simple, one thing everywhere. Mm. Okay, From that perspective, God's love for humanity, for the people listening, is already there. It's behind them, in front of them, it's around them, it's within them. Or it is within them if they open up to it. And this is the thing, so you don't have to call it down or reach out for it or connect and like, put the jack lead in and mm-hmm. you know open the valve but there are things you can do practically because every transformation starts ironically when we talk about the mind holding people back but every transformation starts with knowledge so you have to know that there's the potential you know this is why um talking about god brings awareness of god but then you need to move past it but it starts with knowledge and so if you say i welcome god into my life that's profoundly powerful if you say i open myself to god's love or i i i want god's you know god in my heart god in my mind these kinds of things and we've been talking about this on podcasts and videos now for a few years you know and we're not the first um but the point is that god's already there 
you're already ready for God. And really, I'm kind of reiterating some of the things that were said in the previous podcast now. What this message speaks to me about, okay, so people now understand about God in a spiritual way, that, that there's, you can have God in your life and God in your heart, and it's not religion. Because let's face it, God existed a long time before anyone created religion. Okay, It's about saying to people, don't stop at the knowledge, go further, make it real, connect with your heart. You know, just have the intention to come from your heart is so powerful. And if for those people that maybe are listening to this and feel a little bit tied up in knots about, well, I want to have God in my life and I want to love God, but I don't know how to start. And I don't just take a deep breath. Stop. There's nothing that you can think or do really that's going to make it happen. You've just got to be like love. So love is neutral. God's love is unconditional. It's the, the highest form of love. He loves, or God loves you unconditionally. No disrespect to Nick, but your love for your children is totally conditional because they're your children. Yeah. And I know that might surprise people hearing that because quite often when I talk and give talks about unconditional love, one of the things a lot of people say is like, well, I love my children unconditionally. What they mean is, I love my children no matter what they, they do. do. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. they love them the way they love them because it is their child. And I said, well, if you felt exactly the same level of love for someone else's child that you've never met before, then that might be unconditional. But but because it's your child, mm. you know, it's like the love between two people. It's conditional because you love them because it's them, you know. Whereas God loves unconditionally whether people love God back. So this is just saying, well, love God back. Any final thoughts, Nick? No, I think it's an amazing, timely message for me. It's just that the fact that tied in what you said, but I, I, th I guess the thing for people is to, and it's their own journey, but it is just to allow it in, allow things in, and just you know, not not I'm not saying anyone is creating barriers, but just not to have anything in you know that might be stopping them from connecting or having that love in their life. It's you know, I was a person that questioned all the time. When you talk about an intellectual, challenging things intellectually, <laughs> I don't know if you know anyone that did that more than anyone else. But you know, and it, if if I was able to do this, then well, yeah. we're, not, we're not we're not giving out badges for people <laughs> getting in the way. But I've known you a long time, and you've known that I've been doing this meditation since I was probably about eighteen, nineteen. But you weren't ready, yeah. You know, and that's there's no judgment in that. And then you were in the kind of like questioning everything, but going down every rabbit hole and getting distracted. And this is why, partly why we've simplified the website and really just brought it back down to what really, really matters, which is it's about you and it's about God and it's about love. It cannot get simpler than that. But this is spiritual. This is not, again, a belief system. Belief, you know, Beliefs are just what get you out of bed in the morning until you know better. You know, then you move on and you can be anchored in truth. Um, but it's interesting, you just, I think we'll just close on this, but you just mentioned something about things people do to get in the way or to hold themselves back, some words like that. Because obviously I'm working with people around the world and I'm just reflecting on um, some of the people who asked for guidance with this. And I think there's a couple of different, maybe four different kind of archetypes um, that people might fall under. So it might be worth just mentioning them so that um, people can relate to where they're at. So 
One of them is the overthinking. So just like I say, like literally they, they're trying to measure, well, how much love do I have for God? Where is it? You know, am, am I doing this right? You Where know, does it go? All, all of how these, does, yeah, yeah. All of these of questions, questions yeah. yeah. And so they're in their mind. And quite often if you ask them, do you have love for God? Yeah, yeah, I've got loads of love for God. What they mean is they think they love God intellectually, mm-hmm. but they haven't dropped down into the heart. So it's just in the mind, yeah? The next ones are the ones that are genuinely, and they're all genuinely good, beautiful people. Um, The next way that I've seen people really kind of slip up is they have love for God. Now, I said God's love is unconditional and it's the highest love. So the love for God should be, that should be reflected in your love for God. So if you think about the classic things in life, relationships, health and wealth, so careers and things like this, I know people who are struggling to connect with God in their heart because they're putting other things first. Now, we're all... the Humility means knowing that you're incomplete and what completes you is God in a very simple way. That's why you need to be humble on this journey. So if you're trying to fulfil your sense of value, purpose, happiness through career or relationships or pleasing your family or these kinds of things then what happens is it stifles your love for God and I'm, I'm simplifying it greatly here but whereas when you put your God first then that means you love God completely unconditionally you know and then everything else flows really great and with ease from that because you've put the thing that is first first you know in other words it's not upside down it's not going to fall over um and so sometimes genuinely lovely people and they've got love for god but they're stifling it because they're not allowing their love for god to respect as putting god to to not respect to manifest as putting god first in their lives okay so there's the overthinkers and there's the people that are perhaps need to just look at what's what they are they putting things before god in a in, in their own internal ecosystem. Mm-hmm. It's not a judgment, it's just that maybe they haven't realised that. And so if they if they put God first and really surrender to God's love, then they will love God fully and then, you know, everything else will fall into place with ease. Um, and then you've got the ones who are intellectually, and this is slightly different from the first lot, but intellectually, they've decided that they're very spiritual. So... You ask them, have you got, you know, what's your relationship with God like? And they go, oh, God's in my life, God's in my heart, it's all sorted. Now, as you know, because being an enlightened person, you know, doing this for many, many decades, there's a certain level of ability to go inside and access intuition and other things and to be guided and to get information. And so we can, you know, if it's necessary to help someone, see whether there are, for example, blocks within them or within their chakras or within their heart centre and things like this, or do they have love within them, or is it flowing, is it not flowing, is it getting stifled, and all of these things. And surprisingly, some of the people that are most adamant about having love for God don't have any, Mm. because they lack that humility. So for them, it's almost like, is it a status thing or a token? But they're not doing anything wrong. They don't realise they're doing anything wrong. So this is why it always comes 
that you, we must be humble. So when we got this message, it's obvious that it's saying this message wouldn't have come if it were not for the fact that not everyone has God in their hearts. So it's, a, it's not a criticism, it's a wake-up. It's a keep going, There's, go deeper. Yeah? But if you don't have humility, you'll think you're already there and you won't go deeper. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. No, there was another um, example, but off the top of my head, that I think three is enough. <laughs> you know, and hopefully that resonates with people. And if you're listening to this, remember, um, our, our goal here isn't to convince you of anything. It's to just inspire you to find out for yourselves. Um, that's how each of us have come along this journey. And we're still on this journey. It's, it, it, the, the, there is no destination. It is a way. It is the way. Um, and so the joy, as it says here, uh, they are filled with the radiance of God's light and with joy. The joy is real. I don't know about you, but I really feel just blessed to have started this. You know, it's, I don't think it's ever over. No. Um, and so, yeah, I'm kind of, I think that's all we need to say, really. So thank you, Nick, for well, joining us. And thank you for giving me this message and the yeah. chance to to respond to it actually so. well in, in which case we thank god yeah definitely thank mm. you god and for all of you listening god bless you and check out some of the other podcasts and there's lots of pretty much everything we do is is free um so go to the website if you want to find out more take care